Good morning, everybody. Um, I made the mistake yesterday of saying that it was the 8th of May when I recorded the Beta Interferon post. And it was actually the 10th, so apologize. My apologies. Oh, sorry. So I'm going to start off today with um, what was recorded on the 12th of October in 2017. So, October the 12th, 2017, the decline of healthcare. When I first moved to the US in uh, 2002, I felt good about my life and the, the, the decision I'd made. In hindsight, I must have had rose-tinted glasses permanently fixed in my head because all I could see was good. I had met a woman who I actually thought loved me. I was moving to Colorado, living and working in the Mile High City, that's Denver, and all was good in my life. Sadly, two years later, those glasses must have broken because that was the start of my MS life. Four years later, after that, the woman I thought loved me didn't as I learnt of her, of her uh, affairs. That's by the by. Never mind. I'm better off without her. Back to my point. Healthcare and its decline, both here in the UK and over in the US. At one time I thought it was only there that the problem existed. But over the past five years I can see that it's just as bad here. Think about it. What do doctors do when you see them because of a health problem? Nine times out of ten, they just prescribe a drug. Partly because they know that the drug will probably relieve the major symptom and partly just to pacify you. Most people are happy with this. But in reality, it's just putting a sticking plaster, a band-aid on your head because of a headache. Ridiculous, and it gets worse. Look at the 91 side effects of beta interferon. Suicidal thoughts? Suicidal thoughts? The symptoms of, of the disease are bad enough without the so-called medication encouraging you to kill, to kill yourself. Doctors should just try their best. They took the Hippocratic Oath, which is do no harm. How many people, not just MS sufferers, take four or five different medications that combined have over 150 side effects? These are known because they actually happened to the 100 people that were originally testing the drug before the FDA and the UK equivalent passed the drug to be used by the sick people. The healthcare industry should be renamed the sick care industry. It absolutely disgusts me just how disgusts me how this is no longer an honourable profession. Now it's a keep them sick and make profits industry. It's a recorded, oh sorry, recorded now, but it was from October the twenty fourth, twenty seventeen. It's called "Taking for Granted." 
At the end of each day, I reflect on my progress, and it appears that what I'm doing is working, which, as I'm sure you can understand, is very pleasing. I previously mentioned that the line I write each day about testing my handwriting is becoming more readable every day. The porridge was stopped today, Tuesday, so hopefully it'll only take a few days for it to be out of my system, and that will be reflected in a reduction in my daily weakness. There's a good chance there's a good chance that they were the offending agent. I don't expect miracles or miraculous difference, but I believe it'll help me move it'll help move me in the right direction. I'm reasonably comfortable about the changes I've made to my diet. And I know that me getting sick from the initial symptoms to the giving up work was close to 17 years ago. The hideous squatter had a long time to damage the seriously and seriously contaminate the precious organs in my body. And they're precious to me, obviously. So reversing that is not going to happen overnight. There'll be bad and not good days. In comparison to the good and great days, I have to accept that what's happening and see all the ups and downs as part of the journey, my healing journey. And certainly not to take this extremely special thing for granted. Thank you, Anne, for saving our lives. Rest in peace. And thank you, Jenna, for sharing. October 27, 20, oh, 2017. It's called A Little Bit Better. I almost feel that I shouldn't say anything about in fear of tempting fate. I felt there, that there was a good chance that the porridge oats I was having every day was the likely culprit for my afternoon weakness. So I had my last one on Monday. I felt greater than I expected on Tuesday morning and decided at 12.30 to go and rest. The weakness was there, but definitely not as bad. I rested for a few hours, then felt great and returned to my normal day in the living room and finished a great book. That's my 27th so far this year. So not having the oats on Tuesday confirmed that I've made the right decision. I'm hoping that there will be an exponential improvement over the next few days. When your life has been severely impacted by disease, obviously in my case it's MS, then making changes, knowing that you're doing that what you're doing will significantly improve your life. Not just the initial day, today things, but massively improve your desire to actually live. That's not an exaggeration, it's a fact. Getting up in the morning and knowing everything you do from crossing your legs while just sitting down or going to the loo 25 times is going to be difficult. And so, so frustrating. So, not eating certain foods is no big deal. It's actually quite rewarding to know that a food you ate daily tasted good, but was very likely nutritionally bereft. 
and can be eliminated, then replaced with a healthy alternative that over time will significantly help your quest for life. I've probably cut out 20 different foods that I liked, but were actually causing problems. It's so sad that a very large percentage of processed foods are riddled with sugars, artificial flavours and preservatives that can con your brain and taste buds into wanting more of a substance that's not real food or can help you. But in reality, limits your life and actually harms you. At the end of the day, you and I have to make a choice. As please your taste buds or help your body to a little bit better. I know what my choice is. October the 26th, 2017. So easy. Am I referring to getting healthy? No, I'm not, because removing a disease that's lived in your body for as long as most kids are in school isn't easy. Far from it. The changes, additions and lifestyle adjustments needed to kill the bacteria, the parasites and fungi is a very lengthy, difficult process and requires real commitment. I think in most cases, because this process has lots of highs and lows, that it's constantly challenging you. One minute, literally, one minute the body is reacting to a very, in a very positive way to the elimination, but can do a 180 degree turn the next. Because of this, it requires a high level of commitment. I'm sure that you yourself will have doubts. And those nearest and dearest will see the lows and probably say it's not working. So you shouldn't believe the snake oil salesman. And you should put your faith in the doctors in Western medicine because they know best. Well, the facts speak for themselves. Ask any medical professional if multiple sclerosis can be cured. Ask to see proof of who in the past 30 years have actually been cured. Guess what? None using pharmaceutical drugs. None. So they say it's incurable. Okay, now read Amber Rock's book or Jan's story and several others. Then ask yourself, are they better than you? Was their MS milder than yours? The answer to those questions is a resounding no. But they did have faith and incredible determination in the face of adversity. When all around them were telling them to give up that crazy, ridiculous idea, they had and have incredible determination. And I, for one, want to do the same. I will accept that there will be hard times. There will be bad days. But there will also be great days and fantastic days. The title of this post is So Easy. Is referring to the title of this post is So Easy. Is referring to how it's so easy to become accustomed to feeling good. Which I did yesterday. In fact, I felt better yesterday morning, right through till about one o'clock. 
than any time in my MS life. It's now a Thursday morning. I don't feel bad. I just don't feel as good as yesterday. But this is just a phase of my healing. I'm closer now than ever before. It might be next year or the year after, but it is happening. Of that, I'm 100% sure. October the 27th. Twenty seventeen perspective. As I wrote yesterday, I think that Wednesday was a great day, and Thursday, though not great, it was far from a bad day. In the main I felt quite good, just not brilliant. But just as everyone else is doing this, there's going to be bad, very bad, not very good, good and great days, and I've reconciled myself to accept that day as a stage in my journey. I just deal with bad or not good days by responding appropriately. If I'm really weak, I simply go to rest in my bed. I don't let myself get upset or depressed. This is a long, undefined journey with some bad and lots of good days, becoming great. There isn't a map with defined points telling me, a map with with defined points on it telling me when and where the rest stops are, or the refueling places. So I just have to be prepared for bumpy roads or motorways, as and when I come across them. The week before I started in September, Janet explained a few things to me. I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but knowing I will be doing this against all odds is is more rewarding. My first undiagnosed undiagnosed symptoms were in 1997, the early stages of RRMS, which gradually led to being diagnosed in 2004. I worked full-time until April of 2011. It's been a very rocky road, no pun intended, as I did live in Colorado. And the first neurologist told me that I'd be in a wheelchair permanently within six months if I didn't take the medication, which I never have and never will. Looking at my life pre-AMBROC protocol, And since starting this less than two months ago, I have to put into perspective and realize that I'm so lucky. For anyone new or no longer following the program, have faith. It works. Be strong and help the program to help you. October the 29th, 2017. My perception. My perception perception. As each day starts, I tell myself that I'm going to have a good day. Even before my feet hit the floor, my mind affirms that I'll feel strong and stable, regardless of how my body feels. And of course, there are times that I'm going to, that I'm a little weak to start, but I can't let that initial feeling dictate my body. Take today, that's Saturday, for example. I'd woken at 6.30am and read for an hour. 
I always drink a litre of water before getting up and going to the bathroom. I didn't feel brilliant, but I ignored that and constantly recited a positive mantra. Now, I'm not saying that the mantra per se made my body chemistry react or rectify what was making me feel unstable. But the positivity it instilled in my mind certainly helped. I firmly believe that that believing makes all the difference. If you can believe, you can. But if you believe you can't, you're right. I have told myself that the Amberok Protocol will heal me. There will definitely be bad days, but they are becoming fewer and further between. My writing is better. My strength and stability are improving, so it's happening. It might be another two or three years, but in my mind, it's not an if, it's a when. There's lots of alone time, when it would be very easy to give up and tell myself that it's not working. But that wouldn't actually help initially or in the long term. I have a gut feeling that slowly but surely it will happen. And the main controlling feeling, and more importantly, is that my perception is that I will win. October the 30th, 2017. Is it just me? So... Nine weeks in, and I'm not sure if someone on the outside looking in would necessarily see the differences that I'm personally experiencing. It's not as if I'm walking or doing anything differently, but during the 17 hours or so that I'm awake, I have found that everything I do from getting out of bed in the morning to eating my food or getting my supplements or just the most common thing, yes, going to the bathroom 25 times. It's just a little bit easier. Maneuvering around my flat so frequently is tiring. I wish I didn't have to do it so often, but I do, and it's slightly easier. But it's slightly easier. And doesn't worry me as much. As much. Since I came back to England from the US, I've gradually got worse. The muscle atrophy is horrible to me. I was always so proud of my strength and stamina. So being in this weakened state makes me feel so frustrated and humiliated. But in the past two weeks, I've genuinely felt stronger. Now I honestly believe 100% that the transition from getting pathetically weaker every day is slowly but surely being reversed. I know several others were fortunate as I was to be part of this group. I just hope that the others are experiencing improvements and it isn't just me. October the 31st, 2017. It's called For So Many Years. For so many years I'd wake up my first thoughts whether although I was in pain and struggling to move, that I'd do my best and try to be positive. Let me say that was very, very hard. I couldn't even roll over in bed or try to get more comfortable. 
My mind knew what it wanted to do, as my bum was numb and my back was aching, but the physical side of me just refused. I simply didn't have the strength or coordination. Very frustrating when you start to cramp up, but your limbs won't move to help you, to relieve the pain of the problem. That's actually getting worse every second. Anyway, enough of the bad things, because my everyday life is improving. I'm now, I'm now waking up and not feeling frustrated or down. Now it's a case of being very pleasantly surprised because the pain and limitations are less. Obviously, it's only minor, but it is better. So regardless of it only being minor and a barely noticeable improvement, the fact is, it's an improvement. For instance, I woke up this morning around 5.30, but felt very comfortable, and more importantly, not in pain. There's no doubt that the first month was hard, feeling slightly better one day, but terrible the next. The second month saw an improvement in the number and length of positive spells. I'm now just about to start my third calendar month, so I'm excited and optimistic and positive. It's hard to explain. I'm not cured, healed. Yes. But I know I will be, so thank you.